0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Unfortunately, three games were postponed in Match Week 20, but nevertheless, uh, a very important week uh, regarding the the title challenge, uh, which we'll go into detail a bit more. Uh, So the first game we'll review is Leicester City versus Liverpool. So a fixture that took place last week in a different competition where Liverpool won on penalties but this was a different outcome not the result I think most Liverpool fans didn't expect um and also considering the number of injuries that Leicester had um it's actually a miracle that they were able to present a team of good quality but at the same time manage it to grab the win against a strong Liverpool team so Yeah, not a great day for Liverpool, unfortunately. Liverpool had the chance in the first half to take the lead with a penalty um, from Mo Salah, who was fouled in the box by Ndidi, uh, which was the right decision, in my opinion. Um, Salah steps up to take the penalty. uh, Poorly executed shot. Um, Schumacher makes a good save, but parries it back towards Salah, um, who was given a second chance to... Head the ball uh, towards goal, but unfortunately that hit the crossbar. And then, yeah, from there on, it just looks like... And know Salah looked quite defeated afterwards. He didn't really have that same spark uh, during the game. But the team just seemed to have lost a bit of confidence after that moment as well. So Leicester were given a lifeline to get something out of the game and they managed to do so in the second half. Uh, great run and finish by Lukman, who's scored uh, in consecutive weeks coming off the bench. Um, so, great impact for his team there. And that was probably the only chance uh, on goal from Leicester. But, you know, that's football. It's the scoreline that that matters. Uh, and after that, Leicester, as expected, pretty much parked the bus. But defended fantastically uh, to fend off any attacks from Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool continue to try to have shots on goal or a lot of corners uh, to be fair but we weren't really effective in that regards uh, and Leicester were able to fend off any sort of shots on target uh, from Liverpool Um, so yeah, Liverpool just unable to break the line, I think as I mentioned the penalty miss did have an effect on the team but that's not an excuse to lose the game, Uh, I just feel like We just lacked a bit of conviction in our play. We weren't really positive in terms of our attack. And I don't know, we were playing very safely in terms of the passing uh, across the pitch amongst the players. A very strange performance, considering we did have sort of an extra couple of days due to our match against Leeds United being postponed. So, yeah. Uh, disappointing as a Liverpool fan. Uh, A lot of people are saying that that defeat pretty much ends Liverpool's title challenge. I have to disagree with that one. Um, Don't get me wrong, Man City are clear favourites. There's no denying that at all. Uh, But with Liverpool having a game in hand and also playing Chelsea this Sunday as well, that game will be key in terms of momentum for Liverpool and Chelsea to challenge City uh, for this season so it's not for me there's still a lot of games to play um and yes i wouldn't say the title race is over but it's for man city to lose that that is the ultimate truth unfortunately so speaking of man city um an important fixture for them uh so they could extend their lead to eight points uh before the end of the year and they managed to do that considering Liverpool lost Against Leicester, so there was a more sort of pressure to make sure they got the win here, and they managed to do that. Brentford were really adventurous in the first half, had a couple moments uh, towards goal, but it was Phil Foden um, was was the man to break the deadlock. Nice pass by Kevin De Bruyne from the right hand side, and a lovely clinical finish from Foden to complete the move. Uh, Foden actually had another chance later on with a header um but unfortunately just went wide uh, and from there on I think once these uh, score a goal, they're hungry for more so they had a lot of shots on 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 goal um Laporte actually scored a goal uh, with a great header from a free kick uh, but that was ruled offside by VAR but nevertheless a fantastic win for City Benford is not an easy place to get a win as well so uh credits due there um, yeah so 8 points uh, ahead of chelsea who are second right now so yeah looking very positive for the blues there and speaking of the blues uh chelsea uh not the not the result they expected unfortunately uh, another 1-1 result that seems to be their favorite scoreline right now uh, the game started with rudiger going close with a header which was pretty much easily saved by sanchez uh, but Chelsea were able to break the deadlock a uh, fantastic header by Lukaku from a corner. Uh, Brighton were actually quite close to scoring as well. Um, Moda had a shot that was just over the crossbar. And Bissouma had a shot from distance that was parried away from uh, Mendy. So, eventually, the goal did come for Brighton. It didn't look like it was, but a last-minute header by Danny Welbeck. I believe that's his first goal against Chelsea. Um which is obviously a good, good, good moment for him. But heartbreaking for the Chelsea fans who probably were hoping to get that win uh, across the line, but it wasn't to be. But if I'm being honest, I think it was the right result. I think Brighton showed a good account of themselves, especially in the second half, really had a go. Uh, so for me, it was a fair result. Seems like a bit of unrest in the Chelsea camp right now, where I saw a quote from Lukaku mentioning that two uh change the system um but he'll be professional to just do a job for the team bizarre timing to kind of come up with a statement like that after defeat uh, and to do it publicly straight away um strange strange moment to be fair I think that's sort of comment you're supposed to keep that within within camp but you know they've got an important fixture as I mentioned earlier against Liverpool this Sunday so if they were able to get a victory there it changes the spectrum of the of the title challenge so still a lot to play for so i wouldn't completely rule out liverpool and uh, chelsea as title contenders but as i mentioned um it does favor man city because they look simply unstoppable right now another fixture with a lot of goals um watford versus west ham so west ham back to scoring form again a great away win against watford it was actually Watford that took the lead with a fantastic left-footed shot by Emmanuel Dennis. Eighth goal of the season and what a finish it was. A play I feel like definitely is one of the informed strikers in the Premier League this season. It's been really fantastic. Great signing for them. I think they signed him for like 4 million. So great recruitment from Watford there. West Ham were able to equalise with a great finish by Susek. Nice through ball by Bowen who's for me has been one of uh, the stand-up performers for West Ham in the last few weeks has really shown some good form Ben Rama was close to scoring uh hits the crossbar with a fantastic shot uh, and was able to get on the score sheet later on uh with a defective shot but they all count don't they so good finish from him and Bowen who was the liveliest player on the pitch uh fouled um by the goalkeeper and a penalty was awarded and nicely converted by Mark Noble, uh, the West Ham legend there. And then the final goal of the game, Bowen with a great turn and dribble on the right wing, uh, squares it to Vlasic, who came on as a sub, and he scores a tapping. So a fantastic win for West Ham. It uh, looks like they're picking up form possibly at the right time during a very congested fixture list coming up in January. So good for them in terms of mounting a challenge for that top four spot. So Great victory for the hammers there and then the final fixture manchester united versus burnley so a game that's just recently uh, finished i haven't updated the scoreline here which i'll just quickly do for you guys uh there you go that's better uh so manchester united back to winning ways after a disappointing result against newcastle i know it was a draw but the level performance was quite poor and i think Newcastle probably deserved that win uh, during that fixture. McTominay who was fantastic throughout the game opens the scoreline with a great long shot Uh, unfortunate on goal from Ben Mee uh, as he gets the final touch from Sancho's shot I think Sancho should have been awarded that goal for him so I feel like it was pretty much on target but a bit unlucky for Sancho not to be awarded with that goal there and then Ronaldo grabs the second of uh, for United, the rebound uh, from, sorry, the third goal, the um, rebound from McTominay's shot. And then the forgotten man, Aaron Lannan, um I forgot he plays for Burnley and was definitely a great performance from him, added a different dimension to that Burnley team, uh, gets on the score sheet with a great run and finish from the right-hand side. So, overall, a better performance from Manchester United. I'm still not convinced in terms of the outlook of that of the team right now I think would be very difficult for them to get fourth uh position uh, in my opinion I think there's other teams that are stronger right now obviously we've still got a lot of games to go but at this stage I'm not convinced that they'll be challenging for that top four spot uh but if you disagree uh let me know in the comments in terms of how you feel and then I've just got a comment here from Madison Smith who is your manager of the year so far I think the obvious answer is probably Pep. um, Just because a lot was highlighted in terms of Man City requiring a striker in the summer. They never signed the striker, but they're scoring abundance of goals right now. And they're doing it with ease and with great style. So I think the obvious answer would be Pep. But if you look across the league as well, I think. I'm trying to see in terms of obviously clock for me has been good as well for Liverpool Tuchel for me has kind of dropped off recently um I think with a few injuries and obviously a few covered cases in the camp has really hampered their progress uh I've been very impressed with Graham Potter uh for Brighton I think he's done a great job for them the only issue with the Brighton team is that I don't feel like they score enough goals so if they had a, a prominent marksman in their team, I think they'll be a lot higher in the league. And even Patrick Vieira, I feel like he's done a good um, sort of performance of, of himself as a new manager for a Premier League team. I think he's shown a great account of himself. But to answer your question, manager, yeah, it, it goes to Pep. Unfortunately, it's the obvious answer, but <laughs> there's no way from hiding from that one there. Um, so what I'll do, I'll present my team of the week as I like to do on each episode. So here is the artwork for you guys. So this is my team of the week. So I've gone with Schmeichel and Um For me, he was fantastic against Liverpool. Made some really good saves. Obviously, the penalty save was crucial. But throughout the game, it was really dominant in... Uh, uh, catching the ball from a lot of corner kicks that we had and yeah I feel like he showed a great account of himself so definitely um I've got I've got him with the captain armband so I've got I've got him as the star player of the week so really impressed with his performance there back four I've gone for Thomas um who had a great performance I don't like the comments on social where everyone's saying that he had Salah in his pocket Uh, I think uh <laughs> be behaviour it, it wasn't he had a great performance don't get me wrong but I think Salah just had it off day didn't really look like himself after that penalty miss so yeah we're, you know, we're all human aren't we so it is what it is and then my two centre back Perry I've got Laporte for me he was really dominant in his performance i lucky not to have scored that goal uh well he scored it but it was ruled offside and Amate as well who's pretty much in and out of the lesser team uh, as a squad player But really showed a good account of himself. Uh, Sniffed any danger around him, made some good tackles. So that's why he's in my back four. And Kinsella, for me, another solid performance from him. Midfield, I've gone for Schlup on my left midfield position. Scored a fantastic goal for Palace. uh, So that's why I've got him there. Susek, really impressed with his performance and a nice goal to top off his performance. Boktomene, who I just mentioned, uh, just finishing his game recently. Had a great all-round performance, could probably score a couple of goals himself and was obviously on the score sheet as he opened the scoreline. But yeah, fantastic performance from him. A very mature performance, uh, showed great distribution in his passing. So yeah, great, great performance from him. And Bowen, really impressed with him. Uh, he's definitely been the spark in that West Ham team, causing all kinds of havoc on that right wing. So yeah, another great performance from him. And i've got my two strikers edward who's back in the palace team scored a couple goals did really well and welbeck scoring the the winning goal so the equalizer must have felt like a winning goal for brighton uh equalizer against chelsea so that's why he's in my team of the week there with the games coming thinking fast now um uh, match week 21 takes place on saturday so what i'll do i'll present the fixture list that are confirmed right now. Obviously there they could be uh, more cancellations or postponed games um, at a further notice. But what we'll do, we'll just go through the fixture list now and uh, we can kind of review each game and I'll give you my prediction in terms of what results I expect uh, to happen during this weekend. So let me just share. Screen with you guys. Here we go. So here is the fixture list. Here, so we can start off with the first game, which will be important to the title race. Uh, so that is Arsenal versus Manchester City. So this game, I'm, as a Liverpool fan, I'm hoping that Arsenal get the win. Um, But Arsenal are pretty much the informed team right now, so it won't be an easy fixture for City. But the way City are performing right now, I think they will get the win. So my prediction for that game will be 3-1 to Man City there. Just got another comment here from Madison Smith. I know they won the Champions League, but do you feel Chelsea have made a lot of bad signings over the last couple of years? Oh, interesting question. Um, I don't think they've made bad signings. and I, I know, so just from thinking at all about who they've signed, Timo Werner, yeah, that one hasn't really come to fruition, I think. I think when he was playing under Lampard, he was used as the main striker or leading the line. That probably doesn't suit his style. I know he's done it for Leipzig, but obviously Leipzig were more of a counter-attacking team think for for him to play in that system, uh, he needs another sort of strike partner. I personally believe Werner's better as a wide forward. So I don't think he's been utilized very well at Chelsea. Ziash for me was a good signing, but he's been unfortunate with injuries, unfortunately. So that's why he hasn't probably lived up to his expectations. Lukaku was a fantastic signing. Um he's just been unlucky recently with injuries. I don't think they've made poor signings. I think even Chilwell Chilwell is a player I quite quite like. So I don't think they've made poor signings, but I think the appointment of Lampard wasn't the right appointment in my opinion. I think he was too inexperienced to be um, at the helm of Chelsea Um, and he was given the job because of his legendary status as a former player. Uh, Tuchel is a good manager. Someone who I remember when he was appointed, I was like, yeah, I don't rate him too highly. But he has shown that he's got the capability uh, to win trophies and uh, hopefully win more accolades with with this Chelsea team. I feel right now, they're just going through a little dip in form. I think the injury crisis has not helped. I think COVID cases within the camp has not helped as well. So, unfortunately, that's going to be for a lot of the Premier League Teams this season, it's just something that they have to deal with. But I think in terms of signings, they haven't done too bad. I think they've signed good level players. Um, just probably been unlucky with injury and in, in form regarding those new signings. So back to the fixtures. So I've gone for a 3 uh, 1 prediction with Man City versus Arsenal, Watford and Tottenham. I'm expecting. Expecting Tottenham to win this one. I think they've shown some great form recently. I'll go for a 2-1 for Tottenham, Crystal Palace and West Ham. That would be a good encounter. Um, I definitely see goals in that game. I'm going to go for a 3-1 victory for West Ham. Brentford versus Aston Villa. Aston Villa just coming from a defeat against Chelsea recently. Uh, Brentford losing to Man City the other day. I'm going to give this a 1-0 win to Villa. I think they might just edge it with this one. Southampton versus Newcastle. This is probably like a six-pointer um, as both teams are fighting for relegation right now. Um I will probably give the edge to Southampton as I think Callum Wilson and St. Maximum won't be available for this fixture. And that's definitely going to have a big impact in their um, run of games going forward. So I'm going to give a 2 0 victory to Southampton. And then you've got Leeds United versus Burnley. Uh, I'd give it a 1 0 win to Leeds United, Everton and Brighton. Um, Bit of a head scratcher. Um, I'll probably give it a draw. I think it'll be 1 1. And then Chelsea versus Liverpool, the big game of the weekend. Uh, Liverpool was leading to Leicester and Chelsea joined to Brighton. So, two teams with not the best of results in recent form. Uh, I'll probably give this a 1 1. I don't think, um, neither teams, neither of the teams will be adventurous in their style of play. I think they'll be a bit cautious and I think a point would, would sort of satisfy both teams. I think if any team was to lose, they would definitely drop in terms of momentum for that challenge for the title. So, I see that being a 1-1 result. And the final fixture is Manchester United versus Wolves. Uh, I'll probably give that a 2-1 victory for Manchester United. Um, I don't think they've been defensively great, so that's why I've gone with a consolation goal for Wolves. But I think they'll probably just edge it, considering it's at Old Trafford. So, so that's the reason why I've gone for that result. And that wraps us up for today. So thank you to everyone for tuning in. Um, if you're new to our channel, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, and hit the notification bell for any notifications for new content coming up in, in the next few weeks. Uh, I also present a show on Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, uh, please make sure to join uh, next Monday. Uh, so I've titled my show Talk That Talk, where it's a platform for you guys to actually come on the show, uh, have your say about your team or ask me questions or spark a debate. If you don't want to be in front of camera, Uh, feel free to send me a comment during the show or drop me a DM beforehand and I'll try and get your question raised in the show and answer it um, to the best of my ability. So yeah, I'll I'll definitely do that for you guys. Uh, The next scheduled episode that I do normally is next Tuesday, uh, 4th of January at 10pm where we will be covering as many games as we can for match week 21 hopefully there's not too many games postponed um obviously the man city and arsenal game and the chelsea Liverpool game will have a big impact in terms of the top four so yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes but again thank you very much for tuning in uh take care of yourselves stay safe and i hope to see you all very soon goodbye